Yeah. How's the weather there? So we're about to get a snowstorm. So oh. I think it's starting now. Um, and I think it's going all night and into tomorrow morning. So I think we're about to get some some snow and some freezing rain. So that's oh. we're, we're we're getting we're getting one right now. We're getting it too, no? Yeah. You probably get it worse. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm inside my room, so it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. I remember when I lived in London, like it's a part of the snow belt. So there's been times where like I'm driving to university and it's just like really bad, but we made it. We're safe. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah. Um, so like welcome, welcome to the show. And yeah. Uh, like... Thank you for having me. So, like, can you like tell me something about yourself? Like, how did you transform to become this person? Yeah, totally. Well, first of all, I appreciate you doing this. I appreciate you having me. I feel honored to be a guest and just kind of chat with you, especially because our conversation was so great. So, my name is Bavika Chohan. Um, I am. Uh, I met you through TikTok, and so I created a a movement, and it's been quite a journey. So, originally, I'm a teacher grew up in just outside of Toronto, Ontario, um, always loved science, always loved school and learning. And so growing up, I was always happy to be in school, never really knowing what I wanted to do, um, thinking that school was the answer and that school would give me all the opportunity and all the possibility, especially coming from immigrant parents um, who moved to this country for like a better life. And so a lot of like me growing up, it was kind of told that, you know, go to school and study hard and get a good degree and that will lead to like a good life. So I'm like, okay, well, if this is what I got to do, this is what I got to do. And I was good at school. So it like came naturally to me, like I enjoyed it. Um, And then once I kind of got to the end of university, I finished my degree, I was still confused and lost. And I just knew that like I needed to find something. But I, I knew deep down I hadn't found my thing and that I was still searching for it. But, you know, it's life. You got to you got to start working. You got to start like paying bills. You start you got to start like becoming like an adult. And so I started looking into like, what am I supposed to do? And that was kind of the start of like my inner self-reflection journey. So when I was trying to figure out like who I want to be and what I'm meant to do in this world. You got to really look at like yourself and self And so teaching was a great option because I knew I wanted to help people. I knew I loved education. So it's something that I would love doing. And I knew that it helped me live the lifestyle that I wanted. Um, I don't necessarily want to be working all the time for someone else. I want, I valued my freedom. And with teaching, you get a little bit of that. And so within like three months of working my teaching job, I realized immediately something's off. Just like, is this what I'm supposed to do until I'm 50? 65 like is this what I'm supposed to do for the next 40 years of my life it just it didn't make sense and I I was just like wondering I'm like what is life even about then like here I was spending all this time going through school to get to this very point and now you're just telling me I have to work at some job until I'm old and can't work anymore and that's when I really started to like again self-reflect and just got deeper and deeper and then I went through a really tough time. Uh, everything went wrong at the same time. I went into kind of a depression and that's when I really, that's when it hit me that I was like something, there's something missing in my life. And I started to study all these successful people. And I was just like, what do they know that I don't know? Like self-made success. What do they know that I'm missing out on? Because I, 
I thought I did it. I went to school. I got good grades. I got a good degree. What am I missing? And especially when I was unhappy, I realized like, how do I even be happy? Like, how do I even be healthy and well and live a life that I like love and enjoy? And like, anytime something bad happens, bad, how do I work through it? Like, I don't, I don't know how I was never taught. Like, I don't understand how to get through the challenges of life. And that was the start of my personal development journey. Started reading books, listening to podcasts. I um, had a bunch of mentors and just really like throwing myself into how do I feel better and how do I live well? And it led to this like spiritual awakening, this beautiful coincidence, this beautiful moment that totally changed my entire perspective on life. And from that, I've just been completely transformed into a new person. I started having different values, the way that I look at life. And really now how I live life is, I would say more spiritually, just more understanding that life is created from inside out, that I've connected to more of my inner self and that I'm more self-aware and I'm paying attention to the intangibles, the non-physical thoughts, emotions, my imagination, and really learning how to create from inside using energy and understanding vibration in the universe and allowing myself to kind of live life more in flow with life. And since that moment, so many beautiful things have just started coming to me. And now I help people do the same. I help people kind of change their lives from inside out, start an inner transformation by gaining the skill of self-awareness and understanding that you create your own reality and to just start to look inside more productively and change their patterns, especially negative patterns and just in like kind of in, in develop a more positive outlook on life. And so now that's what I do. And I shifted from teacher to coach. And so that's kind of my movement and vision and how I got here. And that's how I met you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, true. Like, uh, do you find any difference being a coach and a teacher? Like, uh, do you find any like difference? What you're doing, like, it's it's basically teaching, right? What yeah. you're doing, but like, you, do you find any difference? Great question. Um, the the obvious difference is in who I'm teaching. Um, obviously, as a teacher, I'm a high school teacher, so you get students. But as a teacher, you know they get put in my class. <laughs> it's not like they're voluntarily being there or they're choosing me. And I think the difference between coaching is people come to you because they're ready to learn and ready to get a result. So it's kind of a different attitude, especially like younger kids. It's kind of like, why am I here in school? Or I'm just here because I have to be. But the thing I notice about teaching, and this is one of the biggest um, concerns I have about the education system is that Teaching is very just knowledge and information based. There isn't real application to real life. It's very much know this and then be able to reiterate it or recall it or remember it for the test or for the essay or for the handout. Whereas I find coaching it's more practical and it's actually where you get the result is from using what you learn, not just the information, but the action as well. And that's why I like coaching because I notice that you can get a result. With school, the result is like the test or the, the mark that you want, but really like that's not necessarily something that's like helping you in the sense of like moving forward or understanding the information. You could have just memorized it and then spit it on the test. It's not truly testing you. Whereas in coaching, it's so nice to see the progress because you're not only learning, but you're applying. And so that's the main difference between for me. Yeah, like it's almost like, you're mentoring someone like like you know it's a, like you're giving step by step instructions right 
So like they get stuck somewhere and they, they ask you like, how, how's it happening? And you see, give a solution and you like see fruition come to real life, right? That's such a good point. Exactly that. And that's like when you're getting mentored, like you're essentially going through their program and they've designed a program in that way where it's step by step. And so you're following kind of like from foundation to eventually where you like transformation to where you want to be the achievement. And so like it takes you through the process and obviously everyone is unique and individual. So that's why like getting that one on one or that kind of like even like in a group setting where you're getting that kind of interaction with that person is so powerful because it's not just general. Like in school, I'm generally speaking to 30 students. And then if they put their hand up, then I can go in like one-on-one. But in coaching, like it's you and that person. So you get that like attention to detail and more personalized um, tactics for you to actually like work through something. So that that's actually a really good point. Um... And one more thing is like, have you ever been like in a situation like, uh, you know, everything is like fucked up, it's everything is bad, and you can't like fix it in the past, and you want to do something uh, in the future, like uh, like uh, you want to get to a point, but you know that you cannot achieve that that level of success. But do you go and keep trying, or like do you go and do something else? That's a good question too, and you know, I think. I feel almost at this point fortunate that I've experienced something like that. Like when you said like everything's fucked up, everything's like so horrible. Like, and now looking back, now that I'm out of it, I'm like very grateful for that experience because it helped me grow a lot. And so the way that I would describe that experience is it kind of felt like I was like falling in a black hole. You don't even know which way is up. You can't see any light. You have no idea when this is going to get better. You can't even fathom how it will get better and so one of the things that I came to learn especially this is like what I help people with and coach people with is the concept of you know what we start with is kind of the thing that gets us so like when you're in that situation you're focusing on the wrong thing and what you're focusing on is the wrong question you start to focus focus on how how is this eventually going to work out? How am I going to get better? How am I going to get out of the situation? How, how, how? Like you're focusing on the entire process from A to Z. Like you, you're you trying to picture all of it. But life doesn't necessarily work that way. And it's not meant to. Because the future doesn't exist. It's just the concept in the mind. And same with the past. And so instead of focusing on how, if you can just focus on what's directly in front of you. And then develop a sense of like faith or trust <clears throat> that it will work out. All you have to continue to do is do exactly what's in front of you. Take that first step, that next step forward. And then the how, the, the path, it starts to reveal itself in motion. So a lot of people, what ends up happening is they're stuck somewhere and they're trying to figure out how to do this. For example, if you want to make a $10 million company, if you make $0, you have no idea how to do that. You have no idea how to go from zero to 10 million. You might have a, a starting point, but if you were constant, if you needed to know the exact process all the way through till 10 million, would would you start? Would anyone really start? Because they don't know. So if you if you're waiting to figure it all out and then start, then that's why most people don't even start in the first place. Versus if you know this is my goal. I know that I'll get there. I just have to keep going no matter what. Let me just take the first step. You make your first hundred, thousand, million, 
5 million, 10 million, whatever it is. And then eventually you get there, but the path gets made clear along the way. All you have to do is stay centered, stay aligned to your vision and what you want and trust and have a sense of faith that it does work out and that type of belief. And eventually it will. I would say never give up, especially on your dream, but it's very important to take feedback along that path. So, so if you're going in a certain direction, but everything in the, in, in the universe and life is showing you, hold on, like, check this out. Don't say, oh, I just give up on this idea. It's not working. Adjust, like get the feedback, take the insights and reflect and then move forward more with intention, but never stop because it's so simple how much of life in anything you want to get good at anything. You want to be successful at anything that you do. It's literally just practice. You might not hit a home run the first you know, time you go up there, but eventually you practice, you get better, and then it comes. So you just have to keep going. I wouldn't say ever give up, but definitely readjust and see what's working and just trust that it will work out in the end. Um, so like that's where you're like the 1% students brand comes in, right? Totally. So, and you, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, this thing. Well, you know what? What's interesting? So it's such a good follow-up question that you you brought that up because I definitely wanted to share this with you. It's exactly what I'm saying. So when I first started, when I first had my spiritual awakening, I knew that I wanted to help people. I just didn't know anything about business at all. I'm a science teacher. So I spent a lot of time over these past three years investing in myself and investing in my skills and getting mentors. And so initially I thought, let me help. The first thing I started to help were entrepreneurs because I knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur mainly because of the sense of freedom. Because more than anything, when I had my I started to value freedom above all. And I knew that entrepreneurs had the same value. That's almost why you become an entrepreneur, the freedom to do what you want and be your own boss kind of thing. So I started working with entrepreneurs to develop their mindset. And then I knew that I want to continue going. And so I joined a program and I hired a business coach. And this business coach kind of led me down the path of, you have a skill right now with students. So just go out there and continue to help students because that's where your expertise is and then see what happens. And so I was like, okay, fine. Let me, I'm open to like, and this is a great coach and I totally value what his opinion. I'm like, okay, let me try this. And so when I started to do that, what I noticed is I wasn't just getting students. And I really, at that point, kind of just surrendered and realized that I'm working on becoming magnetic. I'm working on myself. I'm working on attracting content for me. I know like my values and my message and my vision and how I can help. And I'm just trusting that I'm getting sent the people that I'm meant to, that I'm meant to serve. And so what I noticed is that a lot of people that I was getting sent were a lot of just students. A lot of it was like kind of the age range of like 20 to 60, I would I say. And honestly, like a lot of men, and I know we had this conversation because, you know, I grew up a tomboy. I grew up with brothers I was surrounded by men. And so I have a lot of good relationships with really amazing men in my life. And I naturally do get along with males. And I, and I started thinking like, okay, see, now I'm getting like all these like, uh, like males coming to me. And I thought in what I'm trying to do and help people create that inner shift and inner change, I think it would be very valuable for me to start to work with men because it, 
I can connect on our like masculine energy side, but then I also bring the feminine, which is like the emotion, which is like the internal that men don't necessarily aren't as that don't come necessarily as easy to express and open up about. So if I can bring that feminine energy and really start to cause, you know, the best of both worlds and cause a shift, now that's what I'm starting to think. Because out of all the people that the universe is sending me, that's who I'm finding. And so now with the 1% students, I don't want it just to be students. I don't want to limit myself. And the main lesson is I don't want to argue with the universe. If this is who's being sent to me and this is who's asking for my help and this is who I'm genuinely connecting with, I think, and that's part of the how, right? I, I would have never thought this, but now what's yeah. in front of me, I'm just taking the next step in front of me and it's working itself out. So now I'm starting to and, and not limit myself just to students, but really anybody who understands that they want to change their lives from inside out. And like uh, as as we like grow on, like the student, like the mindset is different when you are like 20, 18, 20 to when you are 20, 30, 32, because like when you grow older, we, we demand some sort of respect. Mm -hmm. Right? Like mm -hmm. when you are 20, we, we we are like we want we are open to do everything. Yeah. So which one do you think is like much tougher to coach? As, as a life coach right now you know i and we had this conversation because yeah. we were talking about like how come you know they're not necessarily going for it how come the younger how is it why is it hard for them yeah so like in terms of like breaking it down like that i think it just comes with experience like if you realize what life is life is simply just an experience and so the older you get just by default by time and how time works you're gaining more experience but mainly life experience, because what I find in, and this is what I noticed in my journey, is that when you're in school, that's all you know. It's not like I really had responsibilities or like really thought about the real world. I had no idea what it's like. And so most kids in, especially Canada, are in school till their early 20s, you know, about 22, 23 years old. And then it's not until, you know, you get out, you start making money, you got to cook your own food, you got to pay for rent, you got to do all these other things now, like you're an adult. I think that's when you stop and pause and rethink and genuinely start to think about life on a deeper, meaningful level. Whereas when you're a kid, it's kind of just fun and like you're, you're going out and you have your friends and you're just doing the, the problem with school is it, it tells you what to do this assignment is due on Friday. This is the course that you have to take. This is the next grade that you're going to go into. It lines it up for you. But once you hit like that 25-ish time frame, and now life is in front of you and it's all entirely your choice and you have to make the decisions and it's up to you, that's when you have kind of like a, almost like an inner crisis or an inner moment where you're like, hold on, wait a second. And so in terms of like coaching, I think everyone can benefit from coaching it's just good to like be in in communication with somebody and so they can point out your blind spots but i think in terms of people who understand that like maybe they are more open to help or that they're just thinking about life on a deeper emotional more meaningful level i think it just comes with time and experience so if you're older and you're coming to me for like some sort of support at that point you're just ready for it versus when you're younger, it's kind of like, well, let me see, like, if this is an option, let me see if this works. Whereas I find when you're older, it's like, okay, I, I know I need help or like, I know I'm ready to learn this or I know I want to do this. And so that's when you kind of like 
are more open to being coached or like getting a mentor or investing in yourself. And one more question I wanted to ask is like, how do you throw your, when you, as you get older, that's what I've like seen is like the older people have more ego. Like, you know, there's sometimes is like the solution is like very simple, you know, the small things. And it's like, don't tell me that I'm, I'm old enough to know that, but they're making those mistakes time and again. Right. So like, how do the, how do they like throw that thing away? Yeah, that's a, it's a very good point. And to be honest, it's it's not their fault. It's not our fault. It's literally how our bodies and our brains are structured. So Dr. Joe Dispenza says that by by the age 35, um, you 95% of what you do is automatic unconscious habits. So the same thoughts that you have today are from yesterday, like 90 to 95% of them. So essentially, it's just the wiring of you now, because you've spent more time. Now you're almost it's kind of like the term like stuck in your way, you're literally stuck in these neural pathways in your subconscious that is now just who you are. So a lot of what you do is automated, it's automatic, it's unconscious, it's reactive, it's just, it's just who you are now being wired to be. And so it's not necessarily your fault, because it's your conditioning. And again, we're not taught these things in school. So what's missing is the awareness. You're not aware of these patterns. You're not aware. You don't even know that this is how you function or how you work. Most people don't even know about their subconscious mind and how that kind of functions. And so to kind of break through that, it's essentially when coaching, it's offering like a perspective shift I find it's a mix of like knowledge and education. So like educating them on the fact of the subconscious mind and then creating some sort of perspective shift for them in, in terms of like either like a breakthrough or like getting them to see something differently and then trying it. I think the best teacher is experience. If you think about like in the world, like everyone knows they need to work out and exercise and eat well. Does that mean you do it? If you know you need to do it, does that mean you do it? No. Think about how many people don't eat well or exercise. The difference is, is the ones that do exercise and eat well, and they notice how great they feel. They notice their body change or self-image change or happiness change or confidence change. Okay, now that I've experienced what it's like to be healthy and happy, I like this and it's making me feel good. So I'm more inclined to keep doing it and create a lifestyle around it versus in theory. Yeah, of course you feel better, of course, but I'm not doing it. So I find like creating like the experience for them and getting them to do it on their own is the best way to change and create a breakthrough and, and for them to see it because people are more receptive to when they think it's their own idea. If I'm telling yeah. you to do something like it's the ego mind and it's just natural, yeah. right? So to break through that, if you can make them think it's their own idea or their own doing, it's also inspiring and it's empowering. And so that's kind of the goal to kind of empower and inspire their own change and then see for themselves through that experience. Yeah, it's almost like, you know, you don't want to follow the orders and it's like, yeah, really like that's that's a really good way of teaching. Like, um, yeah, totally. yeah, that's. It's, Thank it's, you. Yeah, that's really good with teaching. Um, and it's like, you know, how often like when the old people the all they need is a small a uh, little bit of twitch to their um whatever they're missing is like extremely small and if they throw their ego out of the way and just follow that little bit of advice they can 
they can uh, do wonders uh, with their work because of their experience and like the, because they know like why it's important but the ego stands in the way and like your way of teaching um will really help with those small tweaks thank you and and you know what you broke it down so beautifully because it is that if you look at successful people like wealthy people self-made people they're just doing things simply they are not overcomplicating it they are just really good at doing things simply and what's tough is that like life is simple but that's the hard part it's hard to live simply it's hard to kind of break things down and not get your ego involved and that's kind of what we all suffer with and that's why a lot of us struggle in life in life because we overcomplicate it we make it seem like this big thing this hard thing when really like the solutions are really really simple like an example is obviously depending on your circumstances but let's say you're just kind of like sad and depressed and anxious it's like okay well what did you eat how much did you sleep have you exercised or moved have you been sitting all day did you go outside um did you drink enough water like simple mm -hmm. right like we all yeah. know that like and I, I guarantee you if you fix any of those things or all of them you'll probably be in a better mood but if you're not taking care of those things then of course you're not going to feel great and it really is that simple but that's what makes it hard yeah it's most most of the time like when you have a bad mood one of them is like we are yeah. not taking care of one of those things yeah that's exactly. cool but it's so um, tough it's so tough because yeah. like in the society in like our world like we're so busy we're so like so much is going on and then you know staring at a screen all day and just mindlessly scrolling like it just doesn't make you feel great and then you're just lying there and you're kind of like why like how can i feel better how can i do anything but you've just been all your dopamine all your everything it's just kind of drained you so it just becomes harder but really it's the best decision you can make is just to work on yourself yeah and like i, I respect people who who go on on the later stage of their life like and really uh get success like uh, the uh the colonel sanders the kfc the mcdonald's guy uh the one founder mcdonald's you know because it's like very tough to like rather than someone who is like very young at 1920 was both of them are motivated and like disciplined but one did not get chance the other like was very persistent enough till the age of 60 then then go on and put on the work when he got the chance and like because they have to rewire everything right and exactly. plus responsibilities, everything. Exactly. So, that's a good point. That's yeah. a good point too, because you're right. Like by then, like you've had, let's say 50 years, 40 years, and you're kind of yeah. like, well, I've been not successful for 40 years. I've been kind of- over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like what, uh, oh, I guess it didn't work out for me, or I guess I'm not cut out for this, or maybe I wasn't special, or maybe I didn't have a gift or something. But then instead of that kind of mentality going into the rest of your life, you know what, let me let me do something about it. But the even harder part is, is then you're older and you have responsibilities. You might have a family and a mortgage and not much time and you have a bunch of stuff to do. And the fact that you still go out and did it and take that risk, because then it's probably a higher risk versus somebody in their 20s who's like, that's the point of your 20s is to explore and figure yeah. it out and try things and take risks and you don't have responsibilities, you have time and you have freedom. So you take advantage of it. So why not? Um, at that age, I think it's more about priorities. Like what do you prioritize? Like fun, yeah. like kind of like the long-term, short-term or long-term. Whereas when you're older, 
you're starting to see that there isn't that much long term left. So you just start taking action in the short term. And that's what kind of creates that big momentum. And, and then you can actually achieve whatever it is that you want it. Yeah, and it's like taking action, um, knowing that you're not going to be successful. And everything is bad. <laughs> like the past is fucked up. The, pr- the future may be fucked up. And yeah. present you are, instead of enjoying your present laying down, you are working. So everything yeah. is fucked up and you're still doing it. I think that's that uh, the thing does not get enough talked up, like praised about about the people who go on to be successful at the later stage of their life, rather than like people who uh, there are always people who say like he's young, he's just twenty, and he achieved all the success. You're so right. Right. You're so right. It's so true that we do think of it. I've never thought of it that way, but you're totally right because now it's like, oh, he's only twenty and he made a million dollars, but it's yeah. like, look at the guy who was fifty with in a dead end job, hated his life, overweight, you know, three kids, super unhappy. And all of a sudden decide to change their life. Then like, that sounds way harder. Yeah. <laughs> you so know, that needs that's to be appreciated. Yeah. You should, that should, that could definitely be like a message for like, even like you to share and like bring yeah. more attention to, because like, also you're on the same journey too, right? Like yeah. it's coming for you. Right. And yeah. it's, even me, like being 30, like, Sometimes I do get in my head being like, damn, what did I do in my 20s? Like, I could have been in such a different place. Don't regret it. I And you can. Oh, I mean, like, uh, yeah, you you may have the same dedication, the same uh, discipline, but the circumstances may not be right. And it's not your fault. And you still have to go through it. Yeah. You just right? have to trust the timing of your life. Yeah. Honestly. And that's where I, I love, like, how you, how like your brand the whole thing that that you want to do right the, the small tweaks that you want, want to give regardless of their age regardless regardless of you know like it's, it's just about the mindset and little tweaks and the way you teach is again now once again i'm, I'm going to tell like it's beautiful Thank like you. you know showing them like it's, it's their idea instead of your although you are doing the work but like that's yeah. really great and you know you know i i appreciate you saying that and i was excited to honestly tell you and get your feedback because we had such a beautiful conversation and i totally value like what you were saying and and your mindset and your perspective on things so i thank you honestly thank you for saying that and in terms of like um like the teaching that that aspect something that um my coach shared uh with me he was like you know when you really start to help people and let's say they end up making this change and they go on to be, you know, successful or whatever it is that they want, maybe find a partner, whatever it is that they were trying to change within themselves or their circumstances of their life. He goes, some of them will never, ever even think it's you. They'll never even have a thought that it was, oh, because I learned this or because I made this change in this program. And he goes, honestly, that's probably one of like the most rewarding parts. He goes, when you don't need them to. Like, you know what you did and you know how you helped and you know that you want to make an impact and that you believe in what you do. You're not doing it for the praise. You're not doing it for the credit. You're not doing it to say, oh, I told you so. You're literally just doing it to change your lives. And so he goes, when you're working, when you start really working with people and changing their lives, like, don't feel like you need that sort of like gratification or that kind of um, feedback. You just do it to do it. And that's what, that's kind of what I like. Like if I'm changing your life, and you go out and change it. It's not me that's actually doing it. It's it's you at the end of the day. And so you deserve the praise. Um, and that's kind of the that's kind of the method I'm going for, like inspiring you to actually go out there and do it. Oh, yeah. Uh, so like coming back to the brand, like 
could you tell me like uh, your how how do you structure your brand to become like uh, the bigger one like how do you like plan for the brand yeah good question um i've been working on this for quite some time so i had my first brand my first brand was called it's a vibe and so i was trying to put people on this vibe and kind of get them to start thinking more about like energy and vibration and so i really liked that um and i and i it was something that i was working towards and then i realized like when you're working on a brand like the the main the the thing that i'm trying to do is i'm trying to build a community i want to create a community of people who know this value this and want this for themselves but then eventually can start spreading it as well and we can grow and we can all help each other the analogy that i think of is like a light you know the light in the darkness so you know as i'm working on me my light is getting brighter and brighter and it's touching more of the darkness it's touching more people and then that lights their light and then their light starts to light more lights and this and it's just kind of growing so the overall vision of the whole brand is to kind of create this community of just like goodness good people positive outlooks positive information positive education and just trying to get the word out and spread it because as a teacher i realized they're never going to teach this in class they're never going to update the curriculum and start to do this and maybe they do but who knows when and i'm not leaving that in control of them if i can start in the beautiful world of social media and internet now and i can have a larger reach and a bigger impact that's kind of the goal and so the structure of the brand is going to be very much like a almost like a lifestyle mindset motivation type of community of like like-minded people within my brand i want to i know to be successful and what i've learned from many mentors is pick one thing and give it everything so i don't want to be like i want to create a clothing brand and i want to do this and do these courses and do that i'm focused very focused on one thing and so my my brand is going to be um standing for like a program so it's the program that i create so working one on one with people and then eventually getting group coaching and just getting these people who like want to mastermind and discuss who enjoy these type of conversations who get a lot of value out of talking and communicating but then also learning and then sharing i'm excited because like even meeting you like everyone has something that they can share so giving people a space to do that and everyone has so much to offer so it's not just going to be about me but it's going to be about like the collective and essentially like raising that collective consciousness so that's kind of where i'm tunnel vision in right now is just creating this program and letting it grow and perfecting it as i go to really get people results but then build a sense of community where like we're working together and genuinely meeting people that are on the same vibe the same energy and just want to be good and help others and just grow together so that's kind of the vision for the brand okay. so like uh if a person wanted to get into the one person students to your uh like how do how do they do it yeah definitely um so in terms of like on social media I'm on TikTok and Instagram. The handle is at the 1% students. Yeah. Um and so the best way just send me a DM. Um I'm I'm always open to chatting with you. Um and what that process would look like is we would just hop on a call and I would see if this was the right fit for you and if it was something that could actually help you. I'm not in the business to just get anyone. and a lot of what business teaches you is don't do that because you don't want to if you're helping everyone you're helping no one 
So the key is, is to really be able to work with people who want your service, need your service, and are ready for the service. I'm not in the business of convincing you why you need this. I want people to come who are ready to kind of work and understand the value of mindset and your inner self and are ready to actually get like the tools and the strategies to start using it in every day and really start to create that change. So if that's something that you're interested in and you want to learn more because you realize you were never really taught just getting a basic basic foundation and then actually using and applying it and you'll start to see the results in your like well-being and your health and your overall happiness and just like the circumstances of your life basically just reach out to me send me a dm and we can hop on a call and see if you'd be a right fit for the program wow wow that's really nice <laughs> because yeah. it's usually like people like you know just send me dms and they're taking everybody and you're like you're really selecting well that's that's wow yeah <laughs> that's really you. unique yeah and you know what it it feels right to do it that way and again like as much as it's like in the money, like people think about money, especially business, it's I think like really me working on like separating myself from my ego mind. Of course, I want to make money. The reason why I want to make money is because then I can keep doing this and keep growing it and then have more and more and more impact. That's the whole point of it. Not just to get rich or be wealthy or financially yeah. free, but it's to reinvest into this movement and to grow it as much as possible. Because I think if I'm helping people, I can't go wrong. Like if I'm genuinely helping people, I can't go wrong. But not everyone wants to be helped. Not everyone is ready for help. So it's not me convincing you, especially when it's an investment. You know, if it's free, fine, I'll hop on a call, see what happens. But if, if you're investing your money, like you're paying to pay attention, you're paying for a result. And so not everyone is willing to do that. Think about how many people have never invested in themselves and yeah. don't necessarily see the value in that. I'm not in the business to convince you to to do that i will help you and support you to get you to realize that hey this is the best decision for you but if you're not ready for it you're not ready for it can't argue with the universe it's just the timing of your life and i just kind of say grounded and trusting that i will get sent the people i will become magnetic i will attract the people that i'm meant to serve and the people that are ready to actually grow and make this change so again I, I, it's not it's not me needing you it's just sure. understanding that like if you if you know that you can benefit from this let's go let's do it yeah. so like uh, talking about uh, making money like do you also teach like how to make money online or like what what is it yeah so basically the the breakdown of the program is at first we kind of get to know you so we do like a self analysis a self reflection and really break down the way that you're thinking, the way that your um, the beliefs you have around things, your perspective on things, kind of like your foundation, your values. And then we start to really, as we get to know you, uh, know each other, start to really get clarity on where you're at now, a little bit about where you came from, but then where you want to go. And so we start to break down your goals. And then I teach essentially now that we have some sort of idea of the direction that we want to go in then i essentially teach like manifestation so how to actually create with inner energy so thought emotion imagination so then we can start working towards the goals and then we break down the goals step by step okay so and when i say goals i mean like life value so like what do you want in a life not i want to be a doctor it's more like i want to help people and live a life of service Okay, that's the main goal, then let's break it down. And so then I teach more about 
how to go down a path that leads to that. So in my program, I am a bit biased and I do find that I do attract people who are maybe more entrepreneurial because I really promote freedom. And that's kind of the thing that I value the most out of everything. And so a lot of other entrepreneurs value freedom. So I do a lot of like think and grow rich techniques. So that would be like the third week where we start to talk about how to create wealth um, and become a person that is full of abundance. So money is a mindset. Money is a consciousness. So then I start to teach after you understand how thought and emotion works, we get you more money conscious. We get you more um, connected to like how you can generate wealth. And then essentially we go through a plan. Then we create a plan. We create the vision of how to achieve the, the overall value and then the goal and, and figure out exactly what you want. And then we build systems. We build systems because you don't, uh, there's a quote, you don't rise to the level of your goals you fall to the levels of your system. People don't achieve their goals because they don't have a system to achieve them. It's one thing to say, I want to read 10 books this year. If you don't have a system to get yourself to read that 10 books, how do you know you're going to hit the 10 books? If you're saying, hey, I'm going to read one book a month with a little bit of wiggle room, you know, so the two months, just in case something comes up, boom, that's a system. Okay, now I'm going to read every day at five o'clock, 10 pages. That's a system. So not just like saying, hey, I want to be a millionaire. Okay, let's create the system on how you're going to do that. Really it revolves around like new habits, new breakthroughs, new identity. And then um, once we kind of establish like the how you're going to do it, then it ends on kind of like a consolidation, just an overall kind of celebration of like how far you come and all the new changes that you made. And then just kind of making, I call it the takeoff, making sure you're ready to take off and keep implementing and keep going. Um, and now you're like a new person going into this like newfound kind of like zest for life and more of a purpose and more meaningful and intentional. And now you actually know how to do it instead of just wanting it. Uh, so like, will there be any sort of community like, uh, like your like a students will be a community like uh, means your like suppose I'm one of your student there's another student will they be networking or like it's just yeah uh, so that's the whole goal right so mm -hmm. question I definitely want to create a community I find um, in my community where I've made them recent uh, previously was Facebook because I find a lot of like people our age around that age group do have Facebook. So it's a good spot to start. And then eventually going on to like my own um, kind of site and membership, which I would eventually start to grow into. But the community would definitely be Facebook and running events. Like I, I love going live. I love, you know, you notice on TikTok, like I love doing yeah. things like that. And I find like having maybe events or workshops where we can come together for a day. And the best part about those is like when everyone shares. So a lot of like the coaching programs I'm in and mentoring that I'm in is that we hop on a call together and it's the person, the mentor, they're not even really teaching, but it's everyone else sharing and asking questions. And it's so interesting to learn about like other people's lives and other people's questions. And, and then it's not just me talking at you because I find that's not an effective teaching strategy. That's what school is teacher stands up front and talks at you for an hour and then says, go do this, right? Whereas if you're involved in the conversation, you're an engaged, you're engaged and interacting, so much value comes from that. But also like when the other person puts their hand up and asks a question, 
you might have that question too, or you might not even have thought about that yet. And now it's giving you these new thoughts, these new insights, and there's so much value that comes from that. So that's how I want to design it. I want it to be not just me, but the people I met are brilliant, like you as well. Like, honestly, like the insights that you share with me, like, I'm so grateful that I got to talk to you and that, you know, we connected in that way. And I think a lot of people would value from all your beautiful insights. And so giving other people a space and platform, that community, like, to do that, that's that's the goal. Um, like, uh, another thing is, like, uh, the materialistic side, like, Suppose I want to create a business A and I another student wants to create a business B. If they are somewhere like interconnected, then I think we can benefit from that too, right? 100%. Yeah. It really is about connections and network. So in the program that I'm in right now, my coaching program, um, I'm with um, Armin Shafi. So we're in the high ticket coaching. Um, he scale and get clients program. There are so many people with similar somewhat offers a lot of them are also teaching other people to start a business, but there's no competition. There's no at all. It doesn't feel like any animosity. It doesn't feel it doesn't feel any negative energy, but a lot of them are learning from each other. And a lot of them like in our so we have a group chat. So eventually I would do like a Facebook group chat where we all put it, are in a group and we're just talking all day. So literally like my phone is dinging all day from this group chat. And a lot of them are asking questions like, how do I? you know, do this, or how do I set this up? You know, maybe yeah. technical question or, yeah. hey guys, what did you find useful for getting, you know, new clients? Or, hey, did you guys try posting Instagram reels? Like, how did it go? And everyone's just sharing and 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 so kind and so, so helpful and so sincere. And that's why I like what I'm doing because I feel like I'm attracting people like that as well, like good hearted, yeah. good souls. And I find if we all come together, it would just be really beautiful. And I think again, it's the connection, right? Like it's interacting with people and, and, and connecting with people and knowing people so much power in that. So exactly what you said, you know, you guys end up helping each other and it's yeah. quite beautiful eventually. Yeah. Like, uh, plus we, we have the same goal. Like if you have the same goal, like he wants to reach a million, I want to reach a million. Like he'll say, like he'll share some tips. I'm going to, he's, he's going to, I'm going to share some tips. And like, it's, it almost helps. Like when you're getting stuck, it helps along with the, the the spiritual and uh, uh, mental well-being that you like tips that you'll be providing totally. so i think that yeah, that community really helps and you're so right in terms of like you know if you if you have the same goal is are you not supposed to surround yourself around the people yeah. that you know you want to be with and like and and be yeah. at that level if you're trying to be a millionaire but you're around people who have nothing but debt and are just yeah. in negatives it's hard but when you're learning from people who are doing the same thing as you or even a few steps yeah. ahead of you so powerful genuinely so powerful yeah and plus like uh the thing that you said earlier like you're, you're selecting them selecting only quality people yeah so it's, it's not like everyone's coming and like it's all going messed up it's exactly. like very structured exactly and that's, that's the, very yeah Thank you. And that that's the other thing. It's like, then I'm, I'm, I'm sending like starting like a, a certain level, like a certain expectation and really like you can never control people. And like, of course there's sometimes maybe like a bad client or like a tough yeah. client. And again, you just, when you do this type of work, like spiritual work, you just try to have empathy and compassion towards them. But at the same time, like just knowing that like, trusting that like the right people the right good-hearted people are coming your way if that's what you're putting out into the universe that's kind of what you're getting returned so can't 
can have like it i'm sure it's not going to be all smooth and easy but yeah. at the same time like yeah i want to be selective because this isn't just for everyone like and and to be honest like this is a high vibe community i'm trying to keep it you know people that are at a higher level of consciousness or 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 energy and so any bad vibes any negative like just remove it i don't want it and you start to practice that in your own yeah. life i'm sure you do the same right like don't feel bad about removing that you have to it's important yeah. and so that's kind of like the type of community the way that i'm looking at building this community yeah plus like uh, we as a students like if, if like we are students we should help you as well like not only it's not only you it's we right it's like all of us <laughs> and it's so good because then you you know like you feel you, like a group you feel like yeah exactly that's, that's yeah it's so good so like on my coaching calls so there's about there's five coaching calls a week so one every day most actually sometimes there's two a day um and i love it and now we come on and i i know other people's journeys and i you know they come on and they share maybe something vulnerable like i've seen people cry and like get emotional and then yeah. the next week they're like celebrating something and it's like so beautiful to see and then yeah. you feel like so connected and like it also gives you hope because if you're seeing somebody and and if you create the right sense of community if you see somebody you know with a win or doing something successful yeah. it's not envy it's not jealous like you're genuinely happy for them which is so good for your own soul yeah. and for for you so creating that like genuine connection that genuine relationship with people it goes a long way it goes far and that's why i'm so excited that's why like i'm so grateful i met you it's just been like really really positive yeah like it's uh, like when someone gets success it's going like glad you got there i'm going to get there too it's yeah. not like trying to bring him down that's not going to help anyone exactly right. and then you see it and you're watching yeah. and get done this person in the same program as me yeah. has achieved yeah. why can't and you know maybe you ask him like how you did it like what would you help like that's that's yeah. all like yeah. but nowadays like <laughs> the feeling is like he got there you envy and like try to bring him down he doesn't go down anyway because he's working exactly <laughs> and you're envy exactly that's exactly it like you being jealous or hating on that person does not affect them and their journey really it only affects you but you're so right like then you you see it as like um I can do it too whereas on social media it's just a free for all everyone yeah. whoever is doing whatever so it's no sense of actual community because it's anyone and everyone and that's why when you have create these smaller yeah. groups then it just feels more connected and more powerful yeah. that like when you do see someone succeed in that group you don't get that jealous envy feeling yeah. versus if you see some random person on TikTok doing really well it's easier for you to look at it from like oh I'm here and they're there versus when you're part of the same group then you still see it okay well i'm here right now and they're there and eventually i know i'll get there okay. so there's a difference uh, yeah so coming to that uh, like what do you think is the mindset of the 1% and uh, the what are the obstacles that come like with with uh, to achieving those mindsets the mindset of the 1% is i wholeheartedly believe this is simply awareness it's self awareness um i think eckhart tolle says who's a very spiritual guru like so amazing he wrote the power now he says that um the first step to change is awareness you can't change what you don't know you can't solve a problem if you don't even know what the problem is to begin with and so just becoming aware is step 1 of everything and a lot of like what religion and philosophy talks about is this kind of like 
self-actualization or self-realization or God-realization, kind of connecting to something greater than yourself, some sort of higher energy or higher power or God itself, depending on whatever you believe in, the universe or source, whatever it is. And so I think the 1% have realized that life isn't just the physical. Life isn't just about what's going on out here in 3D reality, what you can perceive through your senses. You're living in an entire world within yourself. And I think the mindset is become aware of that inner self, your inner thoughts, realizing that you're not the mind, you're the one who has a mind, you're not the body, you're the one who has a body, and just creating that awareness and that consciousness of who you are on a deeper level, internally and physically and externally, so intangibly and tangibly. And I find the biggest obstacles that people have in order to develop that awareness is just lack of education you don't know this you don't know it you weren't taught it you have no awareness that this is even a solution that this is even how it is and a lot of like what we were taught is especially like in today's world where like you mentioned god and immediately people shut off and don't want to hear it or you start talking about spirituality and people are like "Ooh, that's woo woo and so we have these like programs these set beliefs and a lot of it is based on how we were brought up in our society and media and all this and so i think not only is it lack of education on these topics but the fact that you need to unlearn you need to be humble have enough humility to be like what if i thought what what if i thought was true was actually wrong what if i'm looking at the world from maybe a, a a clouded or jaded view what if like what i thought was actually how it is isn't how it is and that's kind of how i came to my um spiritual awakening i started questioning things i started questioning everything i started questioning myself my own beliefs i started questioning work i started questioning kind of like government like institutions i started questioning school and that just led me to like think about things differently and i think a lot of what we're trained is to be the majority, to be like everyone else. We don't celebrate the individual. We don't celebrate our uniqueness. It's very much about conforming and doing what everybody else does. That's why that's the 99%. That's why that's there's majority of people. So to start thinking like the 1%, you got to start thinking differently. We're not only starting to seek information about self, about like how to become self-aware, but also like starting to question what you once thought was true. Not in a way of like, this is wrong or this person did me wrong, but more just out of curiosity, out of like, wait a second, what is life? Like, let me read, like, how do I know what I know is true? Like, what if there is something, especially if you're not where you wanna be, especially if you're unhappy or something's wrong or something isn't working out the way that it is, know that life is meant to be full of like, love and well-being and like that is our natural state it's high energy and so if you're out of alignment with that trying to figure out like how to get back in is a lot of like asking questions and looking for answers and essentially looking in places that you wouldn't where you weren't looking before and really i would say the number one place to look to overcome any obstacle that you're going to have is look within yourself which most people don't know how to do and that's the type of education i bring to people like genuinely teaching them about self um so like uh, coming back to like branding like when you start your brand like how how do you like build network you know like 
just go randomly like uh, like people you know like like closely know and shoot them like dms and emails or like how, how do you start like really do it to build that yeah it's so interesting because like i find the world is now very much social media based so i think that's like the biggest platforms to start building a network and really it's never been easier than now especially with all the opportunities we get uh, in terms of like actually growing, there's so many strategic things you can do. So like, for example, in the program that I'm in, he really focuses on Facebook and he talks about a lot about how to build connections on Facebook. So I'll give you an example. A lot of it is like there's a lot of groups, Facebook groups um, of different things. So like, for example, if you want to be an entre entrepreneur, joining Facebook groups and joining communities and then actually interacting and being involved. But the main thing is, is understanding that as I'm human, that person on the screen is also human. That comment that that person wrote, like there's a person behind that. It's not just about like typing and like this external, just like writing a message. It's genuinely about thinking, okay, this person is coming from this point of view or, you know, this person's asking this type of question. Like I'm actually speaking to someone. And I find when you're genuine and authentic, that's what helps you create the connections the most because nowadays we have so many avenues. Yeah. I can go on TikTok and TikTok will show my video to hundreds of people. Does that mean I'm actually going to build a following or make a connection? No, I think at the end of the day, what it is, is, is if you're speaking sincerely and genuinely and you're being authentic and you're showing part of who you are and your message, eventually those people start to come to you especially like on social media and the avenues that we have to like actually connect, but doesn't mean you're actually going to connect. I think that happens when you're being yourself and people can read that energy and eventually it starts to come there. So it's both it's strategy, learning like a face, you know, you can go, you know, get a Facebook mentor or get a TikTok mentor and they teach you how to grow on TikTok. But a lot of their core advice is be yourself, speak your truth, uh, be genuine, be good, be kind, be willing to help and remember you're talking to somebody it's not just a screen like you're genuinely there's another human that you're connecting to just keeping those things in mind and honestly you, you can't go wrong when you're just being yourself eventually it just works out as long as you stay consistent and know what you want and keep going towards it it eventually happens wow wow that's like really great advice like to be yourself you know like it's just most of the time it's like when you ask for like networking advice like send dms and uh emails and everything it's like again that's what he said like the answer is within yourself like being genuine and authentic so like yeah that's like, and you know my, my sorry go yeah my, yeah my professor once said like uh in linkedin like it's not important how many connections you have how many meaningful connections you have that's that's what important it's not a race to how many connections you have so yeah. exactly that Exactly. And honestly, like, that's what it is. It's about quality at the end of the day. But what's interesting, though, is, and this is, so life is quite paradoxical. Like, this it's just so many, like, two sides to everything. So in order to first get that quality, like, you want to create a quality relationship, it comes through quantity. The first time I started posting, it's not going to be my best videos. The first time that I do it, it's not going to be the highest quality things that I produce. Yeah. I'm thinking a long-term game. This is what I want my life to be like 10 years from now, 20 years from now, where I'm still doing this. Yes, those videos by then, if I keep staying consistent and keep doing it, those are going to be high quality videos of like who I am naturally and just like it comes natural to me. But at first, 
it's kind of hard. If you've ever to film a video, it's hard to show up authentic. It's hard to show up just as yourself because it doesn't feel like that because you're recording or just like it's new or you're putting yourself out there. You're vulnerable. You're nervous. You're scared. You're wondering what's going to happen. So at first, it actually is about quantity. And that's the paradoxical thing. It's about just doing as much as much volume as possible so that the more you practice, again, coming back to practice, the more that you do it and you practice, that's where the... So if I'm reaching out to 100 people, I'm learning how to interact with these people. Maybe the first 100 out of the first 100, I get like 20 people. But now the next 100, maybe I'm getting 60 because now I understand how to talk to someone i understand how to make that connection i'm learning as i go so at first like don't be afraid to just go out there and try and try and try and trust that you're going to get better especially from the more volume the more feedback you have mm-hmm. but eventually it comes and then those meaningful relationships work themselves out because now you have a better idea of like how to speak to someone or how to do it and and, and now you're you've worked on yourself yeah. so it allows you to kind of show that and people notice that, and then that's where the quality starts to come from. Yeah, now that's an amazing insight. Uh, so yeah, thanks so much for coming. That's that's all I wanted to discuss. Anything? So, uh, do you want to say anything else to like close the show? Yeah, I uh, honestly I want to say you are a great interviewer. You know, I watch a lot of podcasts and I listen to yeah. a lot of interviews. I love them. The reason why I like watching interviews, um, especially based on like kind of what I share with you, I really do believe um, questions are the answers. I think when you start to ask yourself better quality questions, it guides your thinking and it guides you. And I would say like you were amazing at answering questions. Um, it flowed. It went really well. And you have such beautiful insights and you have so much to share with the world. And honestly, I'm, I'm really grateful that I met you. But the but the cool part is also it's, it's not just about asking the question, yeah. listening. And you did a really good job of just genuinely listening and hearing me and, and then not listening to respond. But you were just giving me your undivided attention and I felt it and it felt really nice. And so I just wanted to thank you so much for having me come on this podcast. I'm glad that uh, you can give me some space to share this message and share um, kind of my movement and what I'm doing. And and and, and if, if there's anybody out there that you're connected to that, you know, would need, something, would need help or want to speak out or just reach out, I'm so grateful that you gave me a chance to share this. So thank you so much. This was actually so much fun. Thank you so much for coming. Too. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Great to have you. Until next time. Yeah. <laughs>